This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Hey, it's Bernadette Joy, and I am super pumped to be back because in this season, we are going to talk about FIRE, financial independence, relax every day. And I'm going to share with you my personal tips on how AJ and I reached early retirement in our 30s. And I'm going to bring in some special guests who are going to drop some serious knowledge on how you can speed up your journey to financial freedom. Welcome to season four of my podcast, Crush Your Money Goals. What's up, guys? It's Bernadette, and we are back for another episode. And this episode is a very meaningful one to me because I am sharing a personal milestone in my professional career, but also for, I think, for me as a human being. And what you're about to hear is the recording from my first big stage talk at FinCon. And for those of you who are not familiar with FinCon, FinCon is uh, what I would credit as the conference that changed my life. I went to FinCon in 2019 with no business, with no friends, with no idea what I was doing. And I just decided I wanted to go there so that I could figure out my next move. And three years later, I ended up on the main stage And it was probably the most terrifying thing I've done in a while because if you can't tell from this podcast, I actually don't really have a hard time talking. I, uh... I've always enjoyed speaking in front of people, but this was the first time that I was speaking in front of 1,500 of who I consider to be my peers in personal finance. And I remember getting the call that I was being asked to close out the entire conference, and I said to myself, what could I possibly say to 1,500 other personal finance experts that would be at all meaningful? And what was amazing was that several of my clients and my husband decided to fly down with me to Orlando to cheer me on. They were so cute. They made matching t-shirts. The Crush Crew was born. And I found myself the day before thinking, oh my gosh, I wish they weren't coming because they might actually realize that I'm not as good as they thought I was. There's people here who are so much better at what I do, and they're going to realize that I'm a total fraud. And it was that moment that I realized I'm not 100% over imposter syndrome yet. So if you're one of those people who even though you're crushing it, even though you uh, you know feel like you're making progress and you feel like, oh, you know what, maybe I'm not as awesome as I thought, I am right there with you. And my best advice is that if you are scared of doing something, go and do it anyway, unless it's something that's going to kill you. But talking at a stage won't kill you. And I am excited to share with you the audio from that talk. And I would love to hear from you on social media what you thought of Flow Your Worth. I am so honored to be your last talk. It's one last talk for FinCon and then we can go party, right? I am so excited to talk to you about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. We're going to do a lot of a lot of participation today. So raise of hands. How many of you learned something about knowing your worth this this weekend? Knowing your worth. How many of you guys heard about something 
to grow your worth. Well, what if I could teach you today not only how to know and grow, but to flow your worth, make more money without working so damn hard? Does that sound like we can do that for 15 minutes? All right. So I came here in 2019, and this is exactly how I felt when I came in 2019. I too am an introvert. I know, it's like hard to believe. And what you don't know in this picture is that I was crying the night before because I felt like a total loser, a total loser. I came to FinCon because my business had failed. I had no job. I had no business. I had no income. I had no clue. And I have this video of me because somebody missed their appointment at the video thing. And I was like, sir, can I, can I go in the video thing? Because I don't know anyone here. I just want to look like I'm doing something. You see that notebook? There's nothing written in there. It's empty. So I recorded this video in 2019 at my first FinCon and I said, wow, guys, I just saw Ramit Sethi. Who's a Ramit Sethi fan? Anybody? I just saw Ramit Sethi speak on the main stage and maybe one day I will do that too. And since then, I have went from zero to $400,000 in my business. I don't work all the damn time. And yes, I love sharing wealth, but how many of you want to make some money for your damn self? So I loved what Anthony O'Neill said yesterday. He said six and seven figure business owners have character, they have consistency, but they also have a formula. And so my formula spells out the word flow. Can I give you guys my formula? Can I just give it to you? I don't believe we're competition. Even though a lot of us are finance creators, there is plenty of room for all of us. There's plenty of room for all of us. So you can take my formula and do what you want with it, but I have three favors to ask. The first favor is to take out your pen and paper for the last time this weekend and write this ish down. I'm from New York, I'm gonna try really hard not to curse for the next 15 minutes. Okay, I will, she said I could, awesome. So first thing is to write it down. Quick tip, if you want some real content right now, go on your Twitter and live tweet me and talk about what you learned in this session right now so you can remember it. Number two, when I ask you to repeat after me, please repeat after me. Because I spent a stupid amount of money on a psychology degree and the only thing that I learned is that our brain sucks for storage. It is not meant for that. Apparently, our brain is meant for processing. So unless you write this down, you probably won't remember. And then for the next 10 minutes or so, number three, I'm gonna ask you to just be honest with yourself. Just be honest with yourself and also give yourself some grace. And if you can do those three, three things for me, tell me that you're ready. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. 
So let's get into the first step of flow, F. F stands for face fears with habits. Face fears with habits. Raise of hands, anyone forgot to brush their teeth this morning? And if you did, you're probably not, you're not gonna raise your hand, right? I almost forgot to brush my teeth this weekend because I was so freaked out about this conference that I literally forgot my toothbrush. So at 10 o'clock on Wednesday, I called the concierge and I was like, I don't have a toothbrush and I can't go for four days without a toothbrush because I'm speaking on Sunday. Wait, today's Saturday. Look, I'm already on Sunday, right? And so they brought me a toothbrush and I was forever grateful. And you, should, you guys should all be forever grateful when you come talk to me later, right? But how many of us, let's be honest, know that there is a habit that we know we should be doing in our business, but we've been avoiding it? Oh, so we're getting honest here, right? So I want you to write down in your paper right now, face fears with habits. What is one habit that you have been afraid to do? One habit that you have been avoiding that starting today, you are going to turn into a habit in your business. Now, another raise of hands. How many of you are something other than a finance creator? Maybe you have kids at home. Maybe you got, a, you got parents that you gotta take care of. Shout out to any of the rich aunties. I don't got kids. Anyone, any rich aunties? Yes. Just because I don't have kids doesn't mean I don't have shit to do. Shocking, I know, right? These are all the things that I am balancing on top of being a creator, on top of being a coach, on top of being a speaker. And many of you are going back home to all of this stuff. And I realized that the biggest threat to my business was not the stuff going on in my business, it was all of the stuff that was swirling around my business. Like when my dad died, like when I moved out of nowhere, <laughs> like when I decided that I didn't wanna do this part of my business anymore and I didn't feel like getting out of bed and I was depressed about it. The biggest threat to your business is if you don't have habits in your business when that ish hits the fan. So in your notebook, write down, what is that one habit that you're gonna do no matter what, whether you feel good or not in your business? It might be posting once a day. It might be following up with five clients at the end of the week. It might be looking at your books even though there ain't nothing there. What is one habit that you can do whether or not you feel good about it? Hey guys, it's Bernadette. If you like what you're hearing but want to meet in real life, consider taking my next masterclass or joining my membership at crushyourmoneygoals.com. Let's talk about the L. Y'all ready for the L in flow? Repeat after me. Limit your availability. Limit. I did not say give it. I said limit. Okay, my bad. All right. That icon, some of you guys might not know what that is. That's called a telephone. <laughs> when I was 13 years old, I had office hours. 
it was from six to seven o'clock. And I told the boy that I had a crush on, said, you need to call me between six and seven o'clock because my dad's not home. And if he hears your voice and he sound, if you sound like a boy, he's just gonna hang up on you. So you need to call me between those hours. I take that same philosophy and I put it into my business. This is what my actual schedule looks like. I work Tuesdays, I work Thursdays, and I work Wednesday afternoons. I do not work on Mondays, I do not work on Fridays, I generally don't work on the weekends unless I'm at FinCon. <laughs> I don't work with jerks. I limit my availability to the people that value it. Now this is counterintuitive when you are trying to grow your business. You think, I gotta be everywhere, I gotta do all the things. But when you tell people, I only work Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays, suddenly your time is incredibly valuable. Suddenly, people don't cancel on you. I have had more clients come to me when my availability was limited because they said, you are preaching what you said. You said you're gonna teach me fire and you don't work Mondays and Fridays? I wanna learn how to do that. Limit your availability. Now let's talk about the O. Repeat after me. Own your income. Who else teaches budgeting in here? Anybody? All right, budgeting coaches here. How many of you guys got some version of, well, Bernadette, I'm a side hustler or I'm a part-timer and I don't know how much money I'm gonna make, so I don't know, I can't do a budget. Anyone, anyone else got that? I don't know what my income is gonna be, so I can't do a budget. And I tiger mom my clients and I'm like, whose job is that to know how much money you're gonna make? Who is responsible for how much money you're gonna make next month? I have worked for nine different companies since I graduated from college, and the only steady paycheck that I have ever received from a woman of color was when I became the CEO myself. You can make your own steady paycheck, but there is a challenge to this. Repeat after me this next slide. Stop giving out discounts nobody asked for. See, repeat after me, say it out loud. Stop giving out discounts and nobody asked for. Is anyone else, anyone else Filipino in the room? Oh, hey, other than my husband, hey, what's up, what's up? Salamat po, thank you for coming. All right, Filipinos, tell me I'm wrong. We love asking for discounts. It's like part of our heritage. So I got a lot of practice from people asking me discounts from the time that I was five. But I want you to start thinking today, am I giving out discounts that ain't nobody asked for? Now I'm not talking about the discounts that you give out if someone signs up early or if someone's been a good client and you wanna give them a discount. I'm talking about the things like, you didn't negotiate because you were afraid they were gonna say no. I'm talking about doing stuff for free because you thought that they wouldn't pay. 
I'm talking about not raising your rates because you think people are gonna leave because you would rather have a full roster than a committed roster. Stop giving out discounts that ain't nobody asked for. So let me ask you to say this. Make worth a verb. Make worth a verb. Worth is typically a noun or an adjective. But I don't work anymore. I worth. I feel very validated right now, thank you. I worth. I want you to go home today and ask yourself, am I working or am I worthing? Am I working and I'm trying to do this stuff for free because I don't want to pay? Or am I worthing and I'm going to invest money for someone who's an expert to do it for me? Am I worthing by asking people to pay me crappy rates? Or am I worthing and saying my price is my price? Am I working because I have to? Or am I worthing because I want to? Make worth your verb. So repeat after me these four steps. Did y'all get anything out of this today? Repeat after me. F, face fears with habits. L, ladies, you guys got to say it real loud on this one. Limit my availability. Oh, I am going to own my income. And worth, I am going to worth more. Y'all, we're gonna hang out the party later today. I already feel it. I am so grateful that y'all stayed through the end of FinCon to come to this talk. I already know that you sitting in this room and staying all the way through, that you will in fact do this. How many of you are gonna do one of these things? How many are gonna try to do all of them when you get home? I will leave you with this. I love this community because I felt like a loser when I first came here. And this year I got to meet so many of you who I've been admiring on the internet. And now that I can genuinely call you my friends. And I want you to DM me, seriously DM me and let me know what you are doing, not just after the conference, but throughout the year so that I can support you. And so next year, when we all come back together, we can look at your list that you wrote down or that you tweeted and we can look at just how far we have all come. Thank you. Right. Woo! Give it up for Bernadette. How can you not be inspired by that? Let's That's hear it for right. Bernadette. Give it up. Awesome, we got a couple questions for you yeah. before you go. <laughs> now Bernadette, I saw your schedule and I'm just like, ah. That'd be nice. There's somebody out here that's in the audience right now. It's filled all the way up. And they're thinking, man, how do I even get there? What, what's the first step somebody like that could take to create a little space yeah. and own their schedule? Own your schedule. So it's going to be really hard, but I made that schedule when I was at my worst. 
And it took me about six months to actually start getting things to fit into that schedule. But I'm gonna challenge everyone, it's gonna sound really hard, to try to figure out how to run your business on 20 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Because, if I'm being honest, I think that working hard and working more is a cop-out. Mm. If you force yourself to say, I'm working 20 hours a week, then you will figure out how to put systems in place. Then you will get childcare when you need it. Then you will tell your husband, not right now, okay? <laughs> 20 hours a week. And here, if you don't get to 20 hours a week right away, that is okay. But that is something worth working towards, I think. I love it. That's I fantastic. It. That's good wisdom. So you talked about worth, not work. Like I worth, I don't work. And that speaks to respecting yourself and your time and what you bring. And I just want you to speak a little bit more about how you were able to do like the respect part, like bring that into us, because I think that's really important as we finish off all the things that we have to go off and do. And we need to own our worth and that takes some respect. How do you mm. do that? Uh, I'm gonna say this. Shout out to my therapist. <laughs> yeah. I will say that a lot of us think that we have income and money issues, but what we really have is a worth issue. Mm. Mm. So 2019, after I came back from FinCon and I was crying by myself in the bathroom, I was like, something's not right. I probably need to talk to somebody about this. Yeah. And um, I have been very consistent with my mental health routine with that. Mm -hmm. And ain't no amount of money is going to replace, uh, you know, how I feel about myself. And so until I got that right, that is when the money started flowing. That's fantastic. So good. So Thank good. Thank you, Bernadette. Thank you Thank so you much, much, Bernadette. That was fantastic. Let's give it up for Thank you so much for listening today. Please be sure to leave me a review and let me know what you learned. And for daily money tips, follow me on Instagram at Bernadette Joy. But if you're ready to plan your escape to financial independence with me as your personal finance millionaire coach, head to my website at crushyourmoneygoals.com. See you next time.